well, I can't say it will because my gaming has slowed down a lot recently. I say that though, but I've completed 12 games this year. Well, 13 if you include the DLC for Layers. Jesus. Sphere. Where's my phone? I'm nowhere near that. Eight. That's good. Four more. Yeah, but you reckon your gaming slowed down. And I play at work. <laughs> oh, yeah, well... <laughs> And welcome to the We Don't Grow Up podcast uh, with me, Ant, and I'm here with Dave. Hi. And we're going to start today with the new batch of PlayStation Plus games that have just been put up on the store. So if you're ever at PlayStation Plus, these are the games you can get for free. Uh, Bloodborne. Feather. <laughs> Say again. Where's my Feather? Where's my... It's a cracking <laughs> month. Um, uh, I'm only <laughs> uh, Bloodborne, which yeah. I already own. I never sold my copy. Have you still got it? I've still got mine, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, you know. And yeah. that game is beautiful and um, bloody hard. And yeah. really punishing. It yes. pushes back more than your average game, let's say. Yeah. Um, you're going to give it another crack, aren't you? Definitely. Um, like I said to you a bit earlier, um, I'll give it another whirl. I know I'm not going to be good enough to complete it, <laughs> but... If I can get another six to ten hours out of it and enjoy it again, then yeah, I'll have my fill again. I'd love to be able to go through it all, but I'm just, I know people say, just keep trying and trying and you get better, but I'm just no good at it. <laughs> I, I got to Father Gascoigne. Is it Father Gascoigne? Father Gascoigne, yeah. And um, I struggled there, and come on, that's like the first proper boss in the game or second proper boss. It's, it's boss number three, isn't it? Oh, is it? I think it is. She so fought I can't that big wolf, don't you? Yeah, on the fight bridge. the big wolf. That's the first one. Yeah, but you can apparently you can just avoid that. There's a but way that's what I was going to say. To you, maybe I dodged the second boss then, or did I? I don't know. Maybe get Gascoigne is the second boss, and I'm bigging myself up and thinking I got further than I did. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I beat that boss. Got to the next <laughs> boss, which is a, I can't remember what it is, but it's in a it's in a church, mm-hmm. and that just oh. It wore me down. It wore me down. Yeah. Had me beat. (laughs) Um, And then a big change of pace for the other game, which is uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yes, I'm sorry. Why did I think it was Knack? That's why I said worst month ever. I'd like to keep being so... Trying to take the piss. (laughs) No, it was Knack's last month, wasn't it? Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Brilliant little game, that is. I say little. It's quite... Yeah, it's about 10, 12 hours. Yeah, it's a meaty game. Uh, The two big proper games this, this month. Yes. To distract from the news that um, <laughs> that PlayStation Three uh, will no longer be getting and Vita will no longer be yeah. getting free games in one year's time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, Ratchet and Clank looks good. I never bought that one. It was a budget game, and I thought I just pick it up. You know, when I've got nothing to play, which never happens because I've always got something to play. Yeah. So I'm glad it's come on the store. Yeah. And then there's some other games. But uh, the snob in you is going to uh, look down at it anyway because you're such a Mario fanboy. <laughs> like, oh, but it's more of a shooter than a platformer. That's how you have to take it, like a, a friendly shooter, but it can be tough at points. Is it like um, a children's version of Uncharted? No, no, it's not covering. It, it does just want you to go all balls out, maniac, shoot okay. everything on screen with big guns, improve your weapons, like, you know, uh, but... Um, how could you explain it really it's a platformer but 
there's not much, you know, like if you had to break it down, I'd probably say there's about 25% worth of platforming in it, like, and none of it's really tough, you know, like testing at all. Mm. It's more the te- like the platforming breaks up the shooting, you know, the quiet parts in Uncharted. Mm. That's what the platforming is in is in Ratchet and Clank to the main manic moments of um, shooting. So I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. Yeah, it's got one really good puzzle in it as well, which just perplexed me for about half an hour. <laughs> and then I did it and I thought, you're a dumbass. That was right, that was right <laughs> in front of your eyes all the time. I think anyone who's played it knows what I'm on about in the Robot Factory. You'll see it though. I'll see. I do want to play that one. I'm going to, I'm going yeah, you should. It is a very good looking game as well. Yeah. Uh, other games you can get on your PlayStation 4 uh, Bombing Busters. Pass. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Bomberman ripoff, most likely. <laughs> um, Mighty Number no. 9, which got panned. Everyone was really hot yes. for that, wasn't it? It was like a yeah. crowdfunded producer, uh, the maker of Mega Man. Which you know, some people love a bit of Mega Man. I've never really been into it. Never played one. No, I don't think I have to be honest. But people love it. And then this came mm. out, and no one liked it at all. Didn't they? No. So is it not worth trying? I don't think so. Bollocks. It got properly shat on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then a game called Claire, which again I know nothing about. Um, I think I watched like you know the little trailer they do on the store. Yeah. And I was intrigued. Um, I'm going to give that a whirl. I am going to give that a try at some point. Would it look like a bit horror Yeah, I think it's... I'm not sure, 100%, but it looks like survival horror, but um, I think it's got a psychological element to it, if I'm right. But I'm not sure if I read something else yesterday and I'm getting them mixed up. I'm going to go with my gut and say I'm completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll find... We'll see. <laughs> Right, you're on tape now, Dave. Okay. <laughs> Tweet Dave. Uh, for <laughs> yeah. Um, you're an asshole. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about. You got it so wrong, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's all the games. So they're your ones you can get this month. Yes. Um, oh, and um, obviously, which was obviously going to happen, they've reduced the DLC for Bloodborne. But I don't know if I'm right or wrong about this. You have to reach a certain point in the game or complete the game to be able to even access the DLC. Yeah, you have to be good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, so, it's not like it's not like a separate mission. It's it's. I think it unlocks more of the map, but bits of the map you don't get to for a long time. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, you need to be already pretty good at that, otherwise, don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's move on to games we've. Uh, been playing and then we're going to get on to our Netflix club because we're we've watched two films now we didn't get a chance to talk about it last uh, last mm-hmm. pod um, yeah. but first games we've been playing now you played Layers of Fear yes on Playstation yes mm-hmm. um, bought it in a sale not long back I think it was about £6 or £6.50 I bought it with the DLC included um, it gripped me it really did it sucked me in straight away I was you know I'm an unashamed fan of the walking simulator genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Rapture, adored um, Firewatch. Um, that is right, isn't it? Firewatch, yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I always wanted something along those lines with a horror element. And when I found out um, Layers of Fear was basically a walking simulator, um, with based you know in based in the horror genre, I was excited about it. But I heard it ran really poor. Mm. 
so I never bought it at launch. Um, but then I think it got patched or whatnot. But um, I picked it up in the sale. Thought sod it, I'm going to go for it after reading a, a friend's review on um, CVG, and um, I was really impressed with it. There's a lot more interaction in it than you get in your average walking simulator. Searching desks, cupboards for you know like um, um, articles, letters, notes, um, drawings. Um, there's, there's, I wouldn't say puzzles, you know, normal puzzles, you know, like say the witness and that, but there is um, environmental puzzles, like you'll be walking around, a, a, say, a room or a corridor and it keeps looping and eventually you think, well, why, why is nothing changing? So you go back the other way mm-hmm. and then it changes, a door suddenly appears, yeah. and little, little things like that. It's very clever. Um, it, it's got a great atmosphere. It's um, it's not it's not like um, Resident Evil where you think, oh god, is someone going to jump out and kill me? Because that doesn't happen. There is, as you get further in the game, there is a ghost, but the ghost never. Only at one point does the ghost come at you, and you have to kind of run away, and it's dead easy. Mm. At other points, you see the ghost, and I didn't realise. I just thought it was part of the progression a couple of times, so I went towards the ghost, and it it kills you and just resets you at a different. Um, I think it's at the next step or a one step back at certain points. Mm. So it's not like, oh god, I've got to get past this. It's just not that hard. Mm. Um, it's not the point of it. No, it's not. It's it's just part of the story. of The ghost is. Um, there are I think there's two or three different endings from what I heard. Um, it's not it's not overly long either, um, but it's it's really good and the the paintings in it are I mean same stuff but they're really um, beautiful and at the same time unsettling and dis- and disturbing um, the way they morph and from certain angles it looks like what the one for, um, painting looks like at one angle with the lighting looks like an old man like kind of like not an old man but you know when you get that kind of ghostly image where it's pitch black and you can kind of see someone's mm-hmm. cheekbones and you kind of like, oh god is that someone watching me and, it, and as you get close to the picture you actually see he's, he's smiling and laughing and then you think, oh, it makes it worse. <laughs> and like at the end of each chapter, you go back to your study, and um, because you're only in one house, but it's kind of like your mind's playing tricks on you, and you, you keep going down the same corridors again, but there's different mm. stuff in different rooms. And at the end of each chapter, you 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 continue with your painting, and I don't want to say too much about it because obviously there's a story about involved with it all which mm. is I thought the story was really good and quite sad by the time you reach the end so are you an artist but, I know paintings play a big part but that's the, the yeah the you're an artist or... your wife's um, a musician in it and you've got a daughter in it and it all kind of links up and about um, like I think um, mental health I'm going to get up. that's what I got from it mental health issues because of an event that happens mm. um, the only thing I will say is if you if you are interested in it and you do want to pick it up I wouldn't pay the extra £1, £2 for the DLC because I didn't enjoy the DLC at all. Um, It took me 45 minutes to complete. That doesn't bother me because obviously it was parent, whatever. Um, But the voice actor for the daughter you play in the DLC was terrible. Um, It was more frustrating than the main game because you have to... There's more environmental puzzles to it, but it's harder to see what you should be doing in the DLC for some reason i don't know if they changed the lighting slightly or it was it seemed a lot darker and you just couldn't see where you should be going because of the 
it had this kind of like hazel mist floating around more in it, but it just it wasn't very good. I didn't enjoy it, if I'm honest. Mm. It, it was bang average. I mean, if you don't mind spending the extra pound just to try it, then go for that. I think it might be one pound to two pound for the extra DLC, but in my opinion, I'd just rather I wish I'd have rather just played the the game um on its own without the extra part. It yeah. did start out well the DLC I should say. It started out great, but then you got about halfway through about twenty minutes in and it, it started to fall apart for me. Okay. But overall but yeah. recommended. Reco- yeah, the main game recommend um a full price in a sale for me. If you like horror and you like um, walking simulators, and if you're not a big fan of walking simulators, there's enough stuff to do in it to not say, oh, it's like, um, what's that game called? Um, Dear Esther, is it? Or Dear Esther? Yeah, Dear Esther, sorry. Yeah, um, it's, there's a lot. It's not, it's not just walking around. There is stuff to do and find and interact with and a few puzzles here and there. So in a sale, essential for me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did you finish Dear Esther just to derail it yes, a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. I thought it was brilliant. That bored the shit out of me. I didn't get very far I in that at all. I really got into it. I did it in one sitting. How long did it take you? Uh, a couple of hours, I think it was. I really got into it. I felt like it took me an hour to walk up the bloody hill at the beginning. So well, slow. yeah, I messed up a bit there. That, to, to tell a lie, I did that the first day. I got frustrated because I fell off. I couldn't figure out how to get past this gap in the cliff came back to it the next day and then I just I got, once I got past that I was just compelled that I just got sucked into it and I completed it within a couple of hours could have been longer maybe I should Loved re-download it. it try it again anyway yeah um, <laughs> I also uh, played a little bit of a horror game played uh, mm-hmm. Little Nightmares the final pack of the the final part of the DLC came out to the last chapter of the second Oh, it's, it's out and you've played it already? Yeah, 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 I finished it. So that's it, I finished all of Little Nightmares now. Yeah. That's really good, loved it. I prefer the main story to the to the the second, the DLC pack, the season pass, there's three parts to the season pass. Yes. You can buy them individually, but it's one story, so it's a bit cheeky, really. Oh, so the, I was just going to say to that, so the main game is one story and the DLC is a different story but three, split into three parts, three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So really, you can't just buy one piece of the DLC. No, it, if you want to, yeah. it doesn't make sense to buy one. If you want a conclusive ending. It, sh- it should really be one DLC yeah. pack, really, because it is one story. Um, yeah. And it runs in tandem with the main story. So you're hitting, overlapping in places or busy in the same areas and you can see where you've been in the first story. <clears throat> yeah, which is quite clever. I like when it does stuff like that. It always reminds me of um, Back to the Future too. <laughs> we start interfering with things. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It's really scary, you know. It really yeah. had me jumping and on edge. I played it with my headphones on in the dark, which always helps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really jumpy. The main uh, baddie in it, this sort of tall, sort of lady with a mask, and uh, it's just like a white porcelain mask and like an oriental yeah. uh, kimono type dress really scary doesn't really do anything but really scary yeah <laughs> her mere presence and the what the sound does when you get when she's around is really freaky mm. but yeah I loved that game really liked that game um, so I've, I've I was recommended s- I mean, how I've, long was the DLC um, each episode 
I'd say in total it was shorter than the main story, and that didn't take too long. Mm. You're probably looking at a couple of hours, three or four hours maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because time just slips by when I'm playing games. I don't really keep track yeah. of it. When you're sucked in, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. When you're really into it. And then there's stuff that's not sucked in. Yeah, <laughs> I got stuck for ages as well on uh, the last pack of DLC. Mm. in this one room and I knew because it's like a, it's like a library and you, and you can push this bookcase and you can't push any bookcase but this one you could push against I was like well this yeah. obviously does something and there's these books lying all over the place and I couldn't figure out what to do and I won't say what because people want to figure it out for themselves but mm-hmm. if you're stuck there <laughs> yeah. I feel your tweet pain tweet me <laughs> yeah, tweet me if you're really stuck at Anthony Hulse I can give <laughs> the answers um, oh dear but yeah Loved it, really good. Would recommend that. I should have actually mentioned that in um, Layers of Fear, there's a f- it's jump scares, but there's a, re- a few really good jump scares like that proper got me. You know, like when you're playing Until Dawn, mm. and you're like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, you know, when, <laughs> when it gets you. Um, there was a, really was a couple of moments like that in um, Layers of Fear that really made me jump. Uh, what, I mean, one thing, sorry to kind of go back to it, but... That's right. It, the one thing it did really well was like there's lots of stuff you a lot of people might not have noticed like you, when you're walking down corridors and that there's windows and there's lightning and stuff going it's like needs like the windows are covered in like you know the rain running down them and stuff mm. but if sometimes if you went and looked you'd think is that somebody watching me like a shadowy figure and then it, the lightning strikes you think it is and then it, it strike again there's no one there oh. I thought that's I like that it's, it's quite clever like um, yeah. and then um you, you know, you'd be looking through the bookcases and that, and you turn around and suddenly there'd be like something would happen or there'd be something there. But it's so like, oh, but then it would just go. So, like, when you keep searching throughout the game, you're like, oh, God, I've got to turn around now. Oh, God. <laughs> like, is it going to play the trick on me? And obviously, you're building it up yourself and then nothing happens. But then you're just playing the game. You, you get into that mode of like, yeah, nothing's going to happen now. And then something does happen. Mm. It did that really well. They, they didn't like throw the jump scares at you too much. They're just the timing and the, the different elements was really good. Yeah. Is there anything like that in... Um, no, it's in, not. Um, um, jump scares. Sort of. There's the In the last part of DLC, the bit that made me scared and jump was you walk past the woman you have to creep by, duck down, turn your torch off and, and creep by in the shadows. And you mm-hmm. get past her. And you figure all these puzzles on the other side. And then you do two out of the three main puzzles and then the lights all blow. And you creep back to where she was and she's gone. Mm. And then it's really, really dark. You can't really see much at all apart from with your torch. And then you're just walking about and you can hear like scuttering and noises and then these little shadowy figures. And you can see them. And the first time I saw them, they got quite close to me. Yeah. But they weren't sort of coming at me. And then they just they just dart for you really quick. And that's it, it's game over, <laughs> you're dead. And yeah. made me jump every time because you can barely see them. I should have adjusted the, the darkness. Yeah, or the, the darkness. But I was enjoying this, the fear. Yeah. And it wasn't, I could see them coming. I could react just in time because you're showing your torch on them. But yeah. you have to put your torch away to interact with things. That's when they sort of creep and come and get you. Yeah, it's kind clever. of a bit like the uh, survival horror element of uh, Resident Evil. That like the yeah, put, you know, put one item down to use the another, another important item. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I also just mentioned now I played that game you were loving. I think you put it in your top ten games actually. Crushing Souls, Crossing Souls. Oh yes, yes. You tried the demo. I tried the demo. Um, did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. It's really good. Um, a bit yeah. Wordy. Does it get less wordy once the intro is out of the way? Um, no, there is a lot of speaking in it, but um, and like sometimes when you repeat, you, you click on the same person twice, you'll get a different. They'll have a different conversation with you, but then after a bit, it goes back over and over but I actually enjoyed it because it was a lot of it was quite funny and there was some references in there which I enjoyed mm. but um, it, it does have quite like you say a lot of narrative in there but there is parts in it where there's like barely any narrative and it's just like pure gameplay mm. I think it did it struggle with good balance personally mm. and I will go back through it again just to clean up the trophies because the demo obviously it's not like a did I review that last time on the app? Uh, you reviewed it. You did it. Was it in your top ten? Crossing Souls. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. No. That's why you mentioned it. Maybe it was an honourable mention. Mhm. Maybe. Yeah. Because you did like it a lot. Really liked it. Yeah. I don't think you did review it. Not like properly. Well, if I didn't, essential. <laughs> <laughs> essential. Yeah. At full that price. Good. Yeah, definitely for me. I mean, it's ten pound. It's coming to the Switch. That's where I'd probably play it. Have you got... Oh, you just got the demo? Yeah, I've got the demo on the PlayStation. Yeah. I really, really loved it. I did really, really enjoyed it. I liked, I liked it. But I think because it was the intro and the demo and you introducing all the characters and setting everything up, it yeah. did feel like it was very wordy. Yes. But then, it does get going and there's a lot more to it. Yeah. I could see that because it kept introducing game mechanics with the different characters in your party. Yeah. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, but I just wanted to get going in the end. It's like, it's not letting me just play. It's like so much dialogue, which was fine. You know, it was doing its thing. But because it was the demo, that's kind of all I got. Yeah, I know what you mean. There wasn't much at the end. I would have kept playing, but I I wasn't in the, like, uh, yeah, I'll get it. But also in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I want this on Switch. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to pick it up on Switch next time when I see it. How long is it till it comes out on that? I'm not sure. I don't think it's there now, so um, it can't be long, though, because it's already out on PlayStation. Is it announced for Switch, is it? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it said it's coming to Switch. I'm sure I've seen that somewhere. I haven't a clue. No, but when it does, that's probably when I'll pick it up. Hmm. Um, what else? Rhyme. Oh, yes. Yeah, another thing we intended to talk about is... The yeah. last part <laughs> got waylaid massively. Um, yeah, Ryan was free game with PlayStation Plus uh, last month. So you yes. can't get it now for free, but we did tell you at the time. So hopefully you yeah. added it to your library and maybe played it like we did. Yeah. Um, you loved this game. Yeah, really, 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 really loved it. Thought it was brilliant. You gave this an honourable mention in your in our top ten chat. Yes, I, I just. I thought it was paced. The pacing, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. You just went from puzzle to puzzle. If you wanted to do a bit of exploring, you could, but you never could go too far that you strayed really far out off the map. Do you know what I mean? Off mm-hmm. the grid, I should say. And it was easy enough to get back. Um, I just, you know, I, I, like I said to you when I played it, I just I adored it. I just, I couldn't pick a fault with it. People told me the frame rate and that was bad, but I don't really notice stuff like that, so it's hard for me to say, oh, yeah, the frame rate ruins it in moments because I don't notice stuff like that. 
No. Unless it's terrible. I'm the same. I wouldn't know a 60 frame from a 30 frame. I can I can sort of sometimes see that, but not like all the time. I think when it's when I'm playing like a, a first person shooter, I notice that more. Mm. But um, but you know when like say if it drops from thirty to twenty two, twenty five, I don't really notice it unless it's running that smooth. It drops really low, like to tens and fifteens, like mm. Jesus. But otherwise, I don't really notice it. Or mm. or screen tearing, I've no, I don't notice much of that stuff. I know it's screen tear, but I haven't... Well, I say I do. I haven't seen any for years. <laughs> yeah. Maybe well, I don't. Chris reckons it's, very, it's much improved this gen. Mm. Yeah. So I'm sure it was Chris who said it in um, on CVG that it's, it's not really been an issue this gen compared to last. Mm. But anyway, rhyme. <laughs> it's back to rhyme. Yeah. Um, I played it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I got stuck a few times, like, just could not figure it out at all and had to YouTube a couple of bits to my shame. Yeah. But I thought, if Which I don't parts? YouTube it, I'm just going to uh, not play it. So I might as well YouTube it because I wanted to experience the whole game. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I did. Uh, and when I finished it, it's quite a sad ending. Yes. Uh, but you said there are two endings. No, there's not two endings. Um, there's an expanded ending is what I should say. Okay. Um, I was led to believe there were two endings, but um, it's kind of just like it's the same ending, but it's there's more to it. Okay. Okay. Doesn't get any happier. <laughs> Sadly, well, bittersweet. Bittersweet. Okay. Yeah. Because it is a very sad ending. It's a sad story. Um, yeah. But it is a beautiful game. Yes. And intriguing, and the world's um, nice and pleasant to explore. It's just it has a nice feel to it, and the puzzles are yeah. nice. Yeah, uh, and it's it's kind of got that sort of I don't know, but it's sort of it's quite something quite tragic about the world. It's sort of in a bit of disrepair. Yeah, there's lots of like fallen. Uh, I can't remember, do they have a name? Those big balls, um, big round spheres with legs, and that oh, you see um, later on in the game. They're not colossi, are they? Or I don't know. They're big things that obviously. Yes. All that world at some point. Yeah. And they, in a, it's sort of just decaying in the background, but you eventually mm. you do help them come back. I mean, is that all like a metaphor for the? Have you finished? You did finish it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Is that like a metaphor because like the child passed away that they have because there was his to- everything's his toys, isn't it? Like the orbs and that, they're all his toys, aren't they? You know, the colossi. You find them, don't you, as collectibles, and they're all his toys in his room. So is it like a, a kind of a metaphor that they haven't been played with, so they're kind of like, that's what's happened to them? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I I'm, I'm clutching at straws, possibly, but is that have I interpreted it wrong, or is that maybe I something? I didn't pick that up. I'm just going to say spoilers, and I'll put that back in edit in there earlier. Yeah. Um. I don't know, I didn't... Have we gone about the same thing? Because you do collect your toys as, like, the pig is a toy, the seagull's a toy, the fox is a toy. Yeah. I didn't ever find a toy that was the, the two-legged mechanical things. Did you? Yeah, it's it's the, it's the like a wind chime in his bedroom. Oh. I don't know if I found that. Yeah, because when you go in the red room at the end, if you click on it with the dad, the dad, like, touches it. 
Mm. I did start playing it again. Did you? Are you going for the platinum run, aren't you? I was. I got di- distracted. I don't know if I can be bothered to go back now. Hey, cool. Just, I don't know, no, just. It seems a bit time consuming. I'll say that. Yeah. I had to use a video to get a couple of the collectibles. Have you platinumed it? Yeah. You bastard! Now I'm gonna have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> it was just this one trophy at the end when. Um, you know, when you're in the very last section, it's raining, you're like running across the black marble. Yeah. And you're still That's with the kind of. It. Yeah, you're still with the two legged colossal or whatever. Um, when you climb up this one part, he falls down the edge. I don't know if you remember it. Mm-hmm. He's kind of trying to climb back up, but he falls down. If you look over the edge, he's lying there next to the bird, the to pe- pterodactyl, whatever it is. Mm. And then um, that's a trophy. But I thought to myself, why didn't that unlock when I played it the first time through? So when I went back through to get the platinum, I was standing there staring at it and I was thinking, it's not unlocking. And it took me about 20 minutes to get it to unlock, moving the character around, moving the camera around, and then it just popped. Yeah, that's quite annoying. Yeah, it really grated, but I wasn't ready to like lower the score on the game just because of that. Well, that's not that's really That's just me being a it. filthy whore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Filthy whore. Trophy, <laughs> um, not me. I'd never do that. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I enjoyed Rhyme. I don't know if I'd have been happy to pay because it wasn't cheap. It was twenty five pounds, wasn't it? I, I've got to be honest. I think at that, I don't think I'd have been so out with the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd have been like, wow, what a game! But I, was, I probably still thought, wow, what a price. Mm. Um, I think it like if it had launched at fifteen, sixteen, I probably would have grabbed it at the start. Mm. But when they're like 25, ooh, I think that was steep, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I'd say get it in the sale. I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't say buy it full price. If you see it in the sale, it's a good, worth it. Yes, definitely. I mean, like 10 to 15 quid, it's definitely worth that price. Yeah. If you're a fan of like Oko, Shadow of the Colossus, that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah. It's got a, a witness feel to it too. Just the, the well, look. Th- that's the game I was hoping the witness would be. He was on an island solving different puzzles to get escape off the island and whatnot. Mm. I didn't think the witness was going to be all like lines and yeah, dots. Witness. Have you gone back to that? No, I don't think I ever will either. No, I don't think I will. It's a shame because I was enjoying it. It just got ridiculously hard. Yeah, I was enjoying it, and like you say, it got hard. But at the same time, I didn't feel compelled that there was no. I don't know. There's just, there just wasn't enough information for there there for me to be doing it. Do yeah, you know what I, I mean, I it was, was almost like a Sudoku puzzle, where you just or a crossword, where you're just going from page to page doing puzzles. Yeah, and I was never I, sure I, if I was in the right. It's like, place. have I learnt enough to be doing yes. this puzzle? Because I don't feel like I do. <laughs> yeah, it started off well, didn't it? Yeah, like, but then you could just wander around and. You could go to Get places lost. that you were completely not equipped for. Yes. And then I got to the point where I couldn't find anything I could do. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just going to yeah. stop. Yeah, that's the way I felt with it. Yeah. Uh, which was a shame, because I, I was hyped for that, it was good. And people love it, people that stick with it and get it done. Yeah. I don't know, it's like Bloodborne, it's just too hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Moving on from the games we played, Nintendo had a direct. Uh, I don't want to go into it too much, um, but they did announce Smash, mm-hmm. uh, Smash Brothers, but it doesn't. They didn't say it was a remake of the Wii U one. 
So it looks like it might Original. be a whole new Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. It just said Smash Bros. Didn't have like a, a second title. No. Interesting. And they introduced it by showing the... Um... Is that coming out this year? Yeah, 2018. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll get more information at E3. Uh, but yeah, they showed yeah. Um, the Splatoon Ink, Ink Boy and Ink Girl. Yeah. Uh, and then it led to the reveal that was uh, Smash Brothers. So that's that's huge news for Smash players. Yeah. Um, even bigger news is that it's probably not a remake. It's going to be a new one. Probably mm-hmm. borrow an awful lot from the Wii U. But yeah, new one. So what do you think after this year? Because there's nothing really to port from the Wii U after the Captain Toad. Now, what, how do you think Nintendo will fill the year with first-party titles then? Uh, well, they're will probably... it be two three-year tops? Because they're obviously still supporting the 3DS. I think this is the... They've said a lot on 3DS. I think that's the last wave we're going to see on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Honestly. New handheld, or is that it for the small handhelds with Nintendo? Does it just switch support them? I've got a feeling they'll just do Switch. Yeah. I think they'll happily just... They'll probably keep the 3DS going because it's out there and there are millions and millions of bloody things all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they'll put much focus on it. Because the Switch, no. the Switch is portable. And everyone wants everything on Switch. I mean, some of those games, like the remake in Luigi's Mansion, I never played Luigi's Mansion on GameCube, GameCube. even though I had a GameCube. Yeah. Um, and they're remaking it from the ground up on the 3DS. I thought, oh, that looks good, but I just can't go back to the 3DS. I can't do it. It's oh. so sluggish and slow next to the, the Switch. I'm like, can't you port it to the Switch? <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few people saying that, to be fair. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that they're doing that. That's a lot of effort because that game mm-hmm. wouldn't easily fit on the on the 3DS. So I wonder if they're going to be making Luigi Mansion 3 at some for point. The Switch. Yeah, so that will be a possible game for the future. Luigi Mansion 3, there'll be a Pikmin 4 and Metro Prime 4 still to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can still port Mario that, that sort of not quite 3D, but 3D Mario. What was it called? Super Mario World Land? Land. Super Mario 3D Land. Mm-hmm. 3D World. I can't remember. It's a confusing name. <laughs> <laughs> They've still got that to port. They've announced that the port in Captain Toad, which I'm pleased about. I might double dip and get that again because it's got a few extra maps and you can two-player it, which my daughter would like a bit of help on some of those later levels. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did they mention? They showed some footage of no More Heroes, Travis Touchdown Returns, No More Heroes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'll be getting that, because I'm <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, what else? Where's my little list? Mario Tennis. Dark Souls Remaster. And is it a remaster? I don't think that well, was the Mario Tennis made, Wii U. It? I don't think it's the Wii U one. No, I'm about... Sorry, I said Dark Souls Remaster. Oh, Dark Souls Remaster. Yeah, I was talking about Mario Tennis. Yeah, yeah, Mario Tennis. It's a new one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dark Souls Remaster for down paid down low for Splatoon 2 or over a year after it came out that's interesting mm. I mean it still pulls in the numbers but I think it's, it's biggest in Japan I think yeah um, yeah they've, they've still got a lot of um, stuff they can not a lot they can port but they've still got a lot in the works yeah and it's it's going to be, I think it's, the indie games are going to start flooding in. Still 
continue to flood in. Yeah. I think it's the go-to for indies at the moment. Which I'm pleased about, because it is perfect for them. Yeah. It yeah. helps, doesn't it, being able to... The portability of it. Yeah. That's what helps with the indie games more so. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just... Because you don't need, like... um. What game were we talking about earlier? Oh, Layers of Fear. That's coming to the Switch. Oh, it's on the Switch now. Yeah. But that is a game I would rather play on the PlayStation. Yeah, that, I was going to say, that for me isn't going to work on the small screen. No. The, um, yeah. Whereas I can see a lot of the other games working on it better for pick up and play reasons. But that for me, that's kind of a big screen experience. Obviously, you can play it on the big screen on the Switch, but. I wouldn't be playing it in handheld mode. No. And if I'm not going to play it in handheld mode, I'd probably opt for it on the PlayStation because I bet it'll be mm. cheaper. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Mile, loads cheaper and trophies. What was that game that came out this week that was on the Switch and the PS4 and someone was saying, I'd like to buy it, but it's, it's I think it's six quid on the Apple Store or Samsung Store. 15, 16 quid on the Switch, and it's 12 or 13 pound on the PS4. Mm. Oh, God, what was it? I can't think, but it'll come to me at some point. Mm. I don't know what that one is, I'm not sure. It'll come to me at some point, I can't think what it was. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not switching my computer on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need to do that. Um, but that was the, the big point of the um, Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Um, there was more until they announced quite a bit on um, the 3DS but like again, I just couldn't get excited about it did Activision announce anything because they did a few of their own announcements didn't they Activision and is it Ubisoft I don't know did they yeah they announced Call of Duty Black Ops 4 that was Activision on and Switch then, no they just announced it and, and it's coming out October alright and normally they're coming out in November don't they and they're saying they've announced it early because obviously Red Dead Redemption 2 oh, so they pushed it forward a month that's interesting uh, yeah I didn't think that would bother them no but it obviously has everybody's running scared from Rockstar <laughs> um, and then what was the other one that was announced The Division 2 oh yeah that got announced I did see that yeah obviously that safe part game was announced for the Switch oh yeah if I didn't have that on the Playstation already I'd would have been tempted to hold off and get it on the Switch. Mm, even though you don't get the first game. Um, that does make it a more compelling offer on the PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. It would, I think if they'd have done the same deal on the Switch, it would, it would sell well. Yeah. Both games for £25-30. Mm. If they could squeeze them onto one card. It's a lot of dialogue, though. Yeah. They're doing well to squeeze it on. Anyway, oh. we should we should move on and talk about yeah. uh, Netflix Club. Oh yeah, right. Two films to catch up on. Uh, the film yes. from the pods before last was Concussion. Yep. Will Smith. Yep. Uh, playing a what they call him autopsy dude. What are they called? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> autopsy dudes. <laughs> not not mortician. That's not what. No. Um... I can't think. Oh, I can't either. Anyway, they the last film we watched was the autopsy of Jane Doe. I know. Anyway, it uh, it's straight on a true story. It's this yeah. the guy Will Will Smith plays uh, 
discovers. Uh, I can't remember what the disease is called. We should have talked about this sooner, shouldn't we? Is it MRI or MIR or something like that? That sounds right. Anyway, it's a condition that American <laughs> football players get because they get their heads slammed about so much that it messes up their brains. And, mm-hmm. and the American football body of the NFL just tried to like go, no, nothing wrong. <laughs> but yeah. people, the ex-football players keep and violent outbursts, getting confused and committing suicide. Yeah. And Will Smith's like, this is why. And he pushes and pushes and pushes. And it was good. I really enjoyed this film. Yeah, I did. Um, who else was in it? It was the other actor in it. Um, which one? The His um, boss? Uh, no, no, no. The guy who... Um, oh, um, Alec Baldwin. Yes, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I can't stand Alec Baldwin most of the time. But I liked He's him in this. in this. Yeah, really good in that. Yeah. It's good to see him play a slightly straighter role. Yeah, and the guy who's his boss, he does he does um Nemo's dad. Does he? He's Marlon. Yes, he's Marlon. <laughs> isn't he? And he's also the um, nasty bastard out of Drive. Oh, is he? I haven't watched Drive yeah. for ages. Need to watch that again. Yeah, he's the one who stabs Ryan Gosling at the end and kills Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston's in Drive. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy who um, looks after Brian Gosling, gets him his cars, owns the garage. I do not he's got the peg that. leg. Must watch Drive again. Drive's a great. Yeah, yeah really good film. Uh, but yeah, um, that's his boss. I thought it was a really, really good film. Um, it, it was always a bit strange seeing, um, not sorry, um, Will Smith doing his accent mm. because he's so American, isn't he? I think when he does his normal. Speaks normal. Yeah. Um, but he was really, really good in concussion. Yeah, he did a good South African accent. Yeah. And he seemed to look a little different. Yes. Had he had prosthetics added or something? He looked I very different. I think he had, because, yeah, he did look a slightly different. I, I couldn't tell what it was. Aged, a bit more aged, definitely. Just the shape of his head looked odd. Did you think? Yeah. Maybe it was just his hair, because I don't know. But he did look he did look a different, like you say. It was a proper transformation, wasn't it? Yeah, in a way. Like, it was Will Smith, the familiar Will Smith in the eyes and that, but he definitely looked a bit different. Mm. But, yeah. But it was a good film and very insightful as well about it all. Like, I felt like I learned something watching it as well. Yeah, I did. And um, I don't know much about American football. Um, and I didn't no, know no this story had happened because it's a true story, obviously. Oh, I knew it was based on a true story. Yeah. Oh, I I knew that, but I didn't I didn't know about this story before I watched the film. Is what I mean. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Sorry. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that. Like until I'd read about the film that it was all happening and stuff. Mm. Quite sad as well, really. Yeah. Um, I mean the same sort of things going on in football at the moment. Is it? Investigations, yeah, yeah, they're trying to ban heading in children's games. Oh, right, in, ch- oh, in kids' football? Yeah, because obviously um, the long-term effect it can have. Kids don't head the ball that often anyway, but they want to try and ban it. I don't know if it'll happen. We'll see in years to come. That's interesting. What about the... Is that going to have any effect on the grown-up game, the proper game? Um, well, they've got all these investigations going on, a bit like what happened in Concussion. Mm. Um, God, how do you stop the people heading the ball? 
you just make it like a you just can't do it but then that's crazy exactly you're going to play head height <laughs> that'd be mad you're, yep. what would you do with corners exactly um, I think the best thing to do but if you stop stop children doing it excuse me I've got really tired is um, <laughs> the, the worst thing you can do is if you stop children doing it you, you're taking a skill out of their game yeah because they won't learn it as they get older no but we'll see um, on topic obviously with the film um, I thought all the cast were great I thought the girl who played his um, you know the love interest. Um, she, yeah, the love interest became his wife. She was great. Um, Alec Baldwin, as you said, was brilliant. His boss was great. I, I was a bit shocked there got someone such, not so, I'd say famous, but such a well-known actor. Well, I can't think of his name. I say he's so well-known, I don't know, but he's, he's got a familiar face. He played the guy who took over the NFL. Oh, yeah, you know I recognise his face, yeah. Yeah, I recognise him. Um, I think he's got a brother who's quite famous. Well, was famous, and um, but he didn't really have a major part. Like he didn't really say much, and I thought well, he could have got any time. Didn't he to play that role? Really? <laughs> um, I recognised the guy who played um, the other, you know, the guy, the other one who was going yeah, around saying, "No, no, not him." Um, the other guy from the NFL. Um, he was in Twenty Four, I think, as oh, an advisor. Not seen that. Not seen that. Yeah. So. But it's a good film, really good. Mm. Good story. Whether it's you know exactly how it happened, I don't know. Mm. Very insightful. Yeah, like you said, it felt like I learned a bit. Yeah, I'd, I'd like you know we're trying to say recommend, don't bother, whatnot. It's definitely a recommended viewing for me. Yeah. Even if you don't like American football, it's just such a good film and well acted and put together. Mm. Well, hopefully everybody's watched it because this is the Netflix club. But yeah. if you didn't and you're thinking, is it worth it? Yes. Worth yes. it. Um, so it's a thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> so yeah. the last film we picked was your pick again because I was yeah. couldn't think of what to pick, which was uh, Mute, which yes. is a new film. It's only just landed on Netflix. It's a Netflix. Yes. Is it a Netflix film? Yes, it's a Netflix original, yeah. Mm. Um, Duncan Jones directed Mute and Source Code and then he directed he had his big big shot in Hollywood with um, not Warhammer World of Warcraft oh he made Warcraft yeah. which is a Marmite film um, oh. it looks great Warcraft does but I got bored about two thirds in and just gave up no, my dad didn't interest me no, yeah my dad loves it does he? Uh, yeah, <laughs> proper loves it. I mean, they loved it in China. It did really good money in China. Just bombed in America. Big time. Uh, I enjoyed Mute. Did you? What did? You, what was your thoughts? Oh, um, very slow to begin. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the beginning. Really did enjoyed you? It. Oh, yeah. I struggled with the beginning. Yeah. Um, it took a long time for it to start coming together, I felt. Mm-hmm. It was a long film. Was, was it 2 hours 20? Or just no two hours. Yeah, it was. I think it was. Uh, that's one thing I'll say. I think it was overly long. It didn't need mm. to be that long. No, it did not need to be that long. It could have been done in an hour and a half and been a better film for it, in my opinion. Mm. Definitely. Um, so yeah, it took a long time to get going. I felt like some of it was a bit forced. Mm-hmm. Um, Which parts, like you know, like 
Uh, just like, um, there didn't seem to be any massive need for him to be mute. Uh, spoilers, by the way. Because um, yes. we are assuming everyone's watched these Netflix Club, Netflix Club films. Mm-hmm. So full spoilers for mute. Yeah, the whole thing about him being a mute and the the there just didn't seem any point to it until the very, very end. It didn't bother me because the way I look at it is that's his character. He wants to make a film about a silent guy, a guy who can't speak mm. because of a tragic accident when he was a child. It doesn't bother me, that doesn't, because I see what you're saying, that there's no need for it, but to me, that's just his character. That's who he wants to carry the film, and I like, I like the fact that he couldn't speak and he kind of communicated with his, his drawings and uh, very animated. Mm. Um, but um, those things that are in there, which I just didn't get, or like you said, I thought felt that could have been left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Like the one thing I didn't like was like those two were in the army together, Wood and what's his name? I can't remember his mate's name. Uh, the pedo. Yeah, the pedo. But uh, I mean, that, that to me that was completely that just felt forced, like. Mm. There was no indication he was like that because he kept calling Paul Rudd babe and I thought, are they a couple? That really uh, confused me. And when they were at the bowling alley, I thought, they're a couple. And I thought, she's either adopted or he's split from the missus because he's gay. Not a problem. Not an issue for me at all, that bit that in the film. I actually thought it was quite cool that they were like ex-army and gay. And that's because I always thought they were gay because he kept calling him babe. Mm. But then when it came, when he was doing the um, that girl's prosthetic leg, um, mm. do you remember that part? And yeah, yeah. He was going, yeah, the camera angle's great for me. I thought, oh, no, don't get me wrong. If when you watch something like um, Gone Baby Gone, and that's a bit like it's kind of got that pedo element to it, and, which is horrible, but it's handled well. Mm. I didn't think that bit was handled well. Well, they kind of hint at his paedophilia through the whole film. He's always yeah. He just looks creepy. He looks like a Peter. They did a good job of that. Yeah. But um, like when he's asking, because I didn't get that whole them being a couple because he keeps going off with prostitutes, female prostitutes. Yeah. Didn't he? And the other guy didn't seem yeah. bothered. Like Paul Rudd's character didn't seem asked. No. So there wasn't a couple, were they? Well, they weren't. And then at the end, they were like at the bowling alley. They were holding hands and. And being yeah. a couple, it's like, where's this come from? Yeah, I don't I, get I, I, it. I, yes. And then when Paul Rudd threatened it, I mean, it sounds like we're ripping the film apart because I enjoyed the film I did. But mm. when Paul Rudd threatens him and then he gets that phone call and he's like, okay, and it's kind of like, well, we're okay now. Mm. And then at the end of the film, he kind of like, says you shouldn't have talked to me like that and he's got his daughter I was like oh god yeah. he's got his daughter now but then he's like he wants to kill Leo is it Leo? yeah Leo he wants to kill and him you... because of what he's done to Paul Rudd and I was thinking hang on yeah, he was, what's he going was, on he here? was messed up wasn't he? so are you is this a vengeance is this your vengeance now because you loved Paul Rudd but you're a pedo Um or I think he was. I think he was really confused about how he felt about Paul Rudd. Yeah, because he wanted him dead. He wanted him to. Because um, when Leo puts the knife through him, which was a yeah. really good scene. Yes, really good. Yeah. Um, 
and he leaves him on the floor dying. I thought he was dead, and then he, um, the pedo comes in, the blonde guy, and he's yeah. talking to him. He's like, "Oh, you should have, you shouldn't have been so horrible nasty to me, to nasty me, yeah. to me." Um, and he goes, "Oh, I can't, I can't take you to the hospital. They'll ask questions and blah blah blah." He doesn't seem asked that he's dying. Yeah, and then he, he does that really horrible thing where he leaves him dying, but lets Paul Rudd see the camera where yeah. he's left his little girl and he like Paul Rudd's last thing he sees is this pedo that he's threatened do not go near anywhere yeah. near my daughter ever go and get his daughter yeah which was just really horrible yeah and creepy I and think nasty the film could have ended there oh no that would have been horrible yeah, but that's to me that leaves you thinking about the film that's horrible but mm. it could have been ended there but it carried on he goes outside he kicks him in the face and knocks him out. Then he takes him to the bridge. And I was like, I like the way he killed him, Mute. I thought that was brilliant. When he mm. goes, <gasps> and I was, just, I was like, oh, I like that. That's really good. I like the way you've... Um... But I think the film could have ended there. Or it could have ended with him putting the girl in the car and then he's like, Jesus. And then Mute kills him. Mm. Leo, Leo kills him. Sorry, I'm calling him Mute like he hasn't got a name. But Leo kills him. <laughs> Um, I thought the scene when he finds his, his girlfriend is I thought that was really good I was so touched by that I was like mm. I, f- I felt really bad for him Cause he, because even though he doesn't speak for the film you can tell mm. he's besotted loves yeah. that you, can, you just get that from him good act, really good acting from him in the film mm. um, Paul Rudd was really good in it as well yeah Paul Rudd's character was the most uh, interesting I think because yes. he, he was, everyone in the whole in the in the world laid out by this film is a complete dick. Yeah. Um. And Paul Rudd, Leo, and the girl, sort of aren't. Yeah. Paul Rudd's um. Pretty decent. He's doing a best of a bad situation with his little girl. He's yeah. trying to keep on the straight and narrow. He doesn't. He's like one of the only people you don't see going with prostitutes and. Yeah hookers and stuff and he's very um uh not opinionated what is it um morally correct in a lot yeah. of the things he does and says and then it twists it all on its head and you turn out find out when he he killed the girl that they spent yeah. the whole film looking for he's killed her and it's See, like, i oh. thought it was his mate who killed him when they had that cough that that scene in the cafe mm. and he says something he goes what do you mean and I thought, and he goes, nothing, nothing. And I thought, Paul Rudd thinks he's done something to her. Mm. And then you find out Paul Rudd has done, Paul Rudd's done something to her, not his mate. Mm. Did you get that impression at that scene? That, that, I was more confused by the, um, when he, Leo drew the dickhead picture of Paul Rudd. It's like they yeah. knew each other, and I didn't get why. Obviously, they know each other because of the girl. The bar. Oh, yeah, the girl in the bar, yeah. But then, why isn't he asking where the girl is? Yeah. I don't think... He didn't know about the daughter, did he? No. That was a huge confession, wasn't it? Yeah, that she never got to confess. No. I think overall I liked it, but it took me a while. I think the ending made it a better film. It took a long time to really gel with me. There's lots of of British actors in it. Yes. Um, Where was it filmed? I couldn't tell you. Oh, Belt. No. It's set in Belgium, isn't it? It's set in Berlin, Germany. Berlin, Berlin. Yeah, um, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. 
Where it was shot. Because I recognise the black guy that starts the fight in the bar. I think he was in Doctor Who and a few other things. That's Noah Clark, yeah, and then the guy with him, the white guy with the ginger hair, mm. he was in EastEnders, then he became really famous, and I think it was Vampire Diaries in America, and he did Pacific Rising. Mm. Um, I didn't even recognise that guy. I did spot no. um, a Hobbit. I did spot Charlie the Hobbit. No, Charlie from Lost, who was also a Hobbit. Do you see him? Who was he in that then? You know that scene where Leo goes and uh, to a weird apartment block and bursts his way in, and there's those two robots. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. Fucking that guy yeah. in all the makeup is. Um, I'm sure that was the Hobbit. Um, Which Hobbit? Mary. Oh god, I can't remember now. Mary or Pippin? Remember? Did you watch Lost? Um, no, I've only seen a few episodes of it. I never watched it. All the way through. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, that was a funny scene. Mm. But um, it was just a bit too long, and it was too long. And I feel like it might, it, it might have been better stuff. as a TV series, like a three or four TV show, you know, episodes show. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Because I felt like there's a lot more to that world than we got to see. Mm. Yeah, it was it was too long for the story they were telling. Yeah, the, the stories they sort of hinted at. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd liked a, more of that. It felt like it, is, it, is it an anthology? Is that the right word? It felt like it could have been an anthology that all come together in the final episode. Yeah, you know, we that could have added Leo, Paul Rudd. Um, you know, the third episode could have shown showed them all. You know, like the stories kind of intertwining. And then mm. the final episode could have been the payoff. Who yeah. did it? Because there could have been a bit more to the who done it, mm. like or what happened with her. Mm. Did you think she, she was going to be alive in the bag? No, no, because no. she was like choking in the flashback scene. Yeah, it was really sad. It, it was. was really sad. Yeah. I was hoping that there was going to be some sort of sci-fi twist where she could come back and be alive. yeah yeah but sadly yeah. no I, I, I thought some of the stuff in there was genius though like the um, the food delivery system we caught with the drones delivering the curries and stuff like that yeah I thought that was really cool I thought because like nowadays how does someone ever come up with something in sci-fi films that you know that's that we can't think of possibly happening now yeah you know like you get minority report the stupid stuff like um, newspapers updating as and when that'll never happen obviously like, papers are going out of print for one and that kind of stuff's just yeah. ridiculous yeah but like I thought you know what that's not a bad idea really the uh, the deliveries through the, uh, Delivery by the drone. drones yeah I don't think we're far off that Amazon flirted with it a couple of years ago didn't they yeah drone delivery yeah 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 it's good I did enjoy the film. I'd yeah. say if you've got two and a half hours and nothing you desperately want to watch, I'd give it a watch. Have you seen Moon? Yeah, I love Moon. Yeah, I was going to say you've seen the Moon references in there then, which were really good as well. No. You didn't see the Moon references? I haven't watched Moon for a long time. I might have just completely missed it. My them. God. Is, you know, when Sam Rockwell released the 156? Freedom for the 156? No. You know when he's in his room and Sam Rockwell's there and he's in court, he's watching the TV and it's about Sam Rockwell. Yeah. He's on the TV, the, Sam Rockwell, the famous actor, he just won an Oscar for his film. Yeah. He's in there. Remember him in Moon? He's a clone, isn't he in Moon? Yeah, yeah. 
but he doesn't find it to the end of the film. There's hundreds of him made on different planets, sending the when he dies or has an accident, they're just awake. They're yeah, doing a new one. Yeah. Well, in that, he's found out and he's come back to Earth and he's in court and he goes, I've got feelings and then another Sam Rockwell stands up and goes, I've got feelings too. And then another one stands up and goes, I've got feelings too. And then throughout the film, because in Moon, it's Lunar Base or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For. And in that, there's like loads of posters and signs for Lunar and... Signed saying freedom for the 156 because they want the, the, all the clones released. Cool, I didn't, didn't see that, didn't notice that. Yeah, it was brilliant. I loved that idea. I thought it was a great touch. Missed me by that, did. Yeah. So, yeah, so you enjoyed it possibly more than I did then? Yes, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm guessing I did. Um, I think you did. I was, yeah, I was. I, before like the last half an hour, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is bleak. Yeah, it was really, really. I don't mind quite bleak depressing. at all. To be fair, I, I do like, I do enjoy bleak, but I don't enjoy bleak with ultra violence and gore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was I very. Like it to, go on. Well, no, go on. Sorry, I was going to say I was very interested that you thought perhaps the film would have ended, would have been a better ending if it just ended with Rug dying, Leo crying with his corpse girlfriend in the garden, and the yeah. pedo getting the girl. Because you, yeah, you because... I know you really are uncomfortable with the the kid stuff. Yes. And that, with that, I was, I was like, no, 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 this can't, this can't be happening. He can't get the little girl. No, I wouldn't wanted him to, but it would have just been. I think. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it, it would have been better for the little girl because obviously it wouldn't have. Been, oh, no, no, I no. just think I felt like the the film. I felt like the stories were told. Yeah. I felt like Paul Rudd was dead. He, he got he got what he deserved, and he was getting worse than what he deserved because of his little girl. Because obviously he was ready to beat the shit out of that bloke. Mm. Um, but he he kind of he was killed for he lost his life for taking a life, and then worst of all, um, he was about to watch a paedophile take off of his daughter, which I, I did, didn't. I'm not saying. I wanted that to happen. I'm just saying that there would have been. I know what you mean. It would have been the, a, the way the ending then would have been like fucking hell. That was dark. Yeah. Um, but obviously Leo was a good guy, and it just it didn't. What, I mean, I'm glad Leo saved her. But what didn't make sense to me was the fact that he he you know he took her and Leo on this road trip to killing, and it's like it's just. This yeah. makes no sense. The, the, you could get, just you, finish him there in the basement and make out it's a, a double homicide. What was or, the point of the driving? I don't know. He just wanted to show the bench where Rudd and that woman, you know, said they loved each other forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's going to drop no sense off. Cause, yeah, because he killed her. I don't know. He wanted to hear, he wanted, he gave him a voice box, didn't he? We forgot that. Mm-hmm. He put a voice box in yeah, so he could that speak. Was... To just so he could say sorry for killing Rudd. Yeah. Because he obviously loved him and hated him. A very twisted relationship. Yeah. He was like, I need you to, I want you to say sorry. Yeah. Just a lot of effort to go to. I <laughs> know he's like a surgeon and doing stuff. Yeah. He could have got killed in then and there, couldn't he? Yeah. But there was loads more story there. It's like they were being held against their will, those two surgeons, and doing dodgy work for gangsters. Yeah, and well, it's kind of like their payment for the papers, yeah. Mm. So there's lots of stories that 
Yeah, he, he was interesting. He, he built. He, that's what I said. He, he was a good. He built a good world, like Ridley Scott mm. does, and that. And it was a shame that we didn't get more exploration. Although we made it, it was long. It was overly long for that story. Yes. Whereas he had these other interesting stories, subplots going on, which I felt with a TV series that would have been a really good Netflix series. Yeah, really good. Mm. Good film. Not brilliant, yeah. I thought. Not brilliant, not good, not, not bad, not brilliant, but good. Right. Let's pick next the next film. Okay, well, I have a question for you. What? Ten Cloverfield Lane. That's not yes. the new one, is it? No, that's Cloverfield Paradox. Okay, Ten Cloverfield Lane is the good one. Very good. Yeah, I've not seen that. I'm going to watch that. Ten that's Cloverfield cool. Lane is definitely a film that's been filmed in its own and then they've added Cloverfield scenes to it. Mm. But it's done so well that it doesn't feel that they've just spliced two films together. Whereas Paradox 100% does. <laughs> just let me know what you think of Cloverfield once you've watched it. Mm. So, Netflix film choice. I'm going for my pick for Netflix Club uh, comedy, because we keep doing uh, dark and scary <laughs> and stuff. So, I'm going comedy. I'm going for The Polka King. Polka, P O L K A. I think that might be on my list. What is it? Who's that? Polka King. It's Jack Black, who yes. he treads a very thin line between annoying me and delighting me. Mm-hmm. But um, he looks like he's going to delight me in this, so I'm going for it. Okie doke. The Polka King. I think that might be on my list. I'm not sure. They've also Okey added doke. Deadpool, which I'm very excited about because I haven't seen Deadpool. Oh, that's a quality film. You could have added that for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like most people would have seen that. Yeah. Um, I'm in the minority who, who hasn't seen it, so I'm, I'm going to skip that. Uh, what's it? Inherent Vice? That's on my list, and I can't remember what that is. Oh, I didn't enjoy that. So that's, I think that's Wes Anderson. That's two and a half or hours. Paul. Yeah, I watched it, and I mean, a lot of people rave about it. Joaquin, is it Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, if I pronounce his name? He's Joaquin brilliant, Phoenix. isn't it? But, but um, yeah, it's, it's, I just didn't feel like, I don't, I'd never felt like I, I didn't get into it, and I didn't feel like the film paid off in the end. So, Paul Thomas Anderson, so you meant. Yeah, bless you. Wes Anderson makes, like, fantastic Mr. Fox and that, doesn't he? Yeah. Island of Dogs. That's coming out of the cinema soon. I want to see that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I might take the kids to watch that. If it's not too... Uh, what's the word? Too mature for them. Because mm. I've heard it's got a lot of adult... Not jokes, but... Themes. Themes, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what I watched. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. I watched When We First Met. Oh, uh, is that going to be good? It was good, yeah. Absolutely no stars in it. Is that, is that the comedy film? It's comedy, yeah. He's a star, the young lad in it, the white guy, he's got the kind of funny face, pulls his... Is that the one where he can go back to the day meta? Yeah. He keeps changing it. Yeah, he's quite famous, he is. Is he? Yeah, he had, um, he had a role in Modern Family for a few years, but he left because he, he was getting picked up for more and more films. Oh. Um, he's in Pitch Perfect 1 and 2. He's really funny in those. <laughs> um, well, he did, um, I've never seen him in anything. He's in a really good comedy. I watched last year with the missus. It's definitely somebody like you'd watch. I don't know if you missus would enjoy it, but it's it's smutty. Yeah. Um, Zach Efron's in it as well. It's Mike and Dave need to get wedding dates. I've not heard that. Aubrey Plaza's in it and um, Anna Kendrick. Mate, it's fucking brilliant. It's Anna so Kendrick. funny. Like Is it Anna Kendrick? Kendrick? Yeah, I like Anna Kendrick. And um, yeah. Aubrey, what's her name? Yes, yeah, I think she's one of the best actresses out there. I do. 
What's it called? Um, Aubrey Plaza. No, no, no. What's the film called? Um, I think it's Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Basically, they're like these two brothers and the sisters get married. They like him. All the family like him, love him. He's a really nice guy. And then she's like, them like, um, the dad and mum says, sit them down and say, like, you need to get wedding dates for the wedding in Hawaii because you two just mess everything up. They're like, what do you want about? And they just go back, like, you know, like back in time to show you all the parties they've messed up. Yeah. Shows you it from their point of view, like everyone's having a good time, high fiving them and that. And then you go back to the parents' point of view, like people have broke their arms, fallen off trampolines and stuff like that. And then you're like, Jesus. <laughs> and then they go on a talk show asking to meet two nice girls to take to the sisters. And then these Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick are like proper fucking down and outers. Um, like, you know, they just walk around in the knickers and bras, they go out and like kiss blokes just to get free drinks and stuff. <laughs> And um, they go, yeah, we're going to fucking date the shit out of them too and um, get this free holiday. <laughs> and it just escalates and escalates. Obviously, it's got the soppy ending, but um, there's so many funny funny bits throughout. The, the massage scene, that's class. Um, there's just this one scene when um, Aubrey Plaza and, you know, um, the guy out of what you, the film you just mentioned, they're having this conversation, whispering in each other's ears. <laughs> And as she goes in the room, she's got a massive boner. <laughs> it's just really, it's just, oh, good. And Zac Efron, to be fair to him, he's really good in it as well. He can act, to be fair. He, he's not a bad actor. He must be able to act as well as he has. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good in that. It's, that film, it's perfect American Pie material. Like, just switch your brain off and enjoy the smut. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind that every now and then. I couldn't watch that stuff every week. But now and then... It's all yeah. right, that is. Yeah. I've just had it's not on Netflix and it's not on Prime either. No. I watched it last year on Sky Movies premiere, but it'll pop up at some point on one of them. But yeah, definitely get that one. Was it good then, that and our first day to whatever it was called? It was. When we first met? Yeah, it was. It's the first sort of, um, for want of a better term, chick flick yeah. that I've uh, watched on Netflix. So it's, it's pushed, since then it's like opened up uh, like a a lighter comedy sort of vibe on there, which I'm pleased because <laughs> Netflix was just giving me like gritty, grim horror stuff. I, was like, yeah. I, do, I do like other things. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? The way the um, is it algorithm works yeah. in it. Yeah, I I did hear there's a new horror film being I did the other day, and everyone's saying it's brilliant called Veronica. I've not heard of that. Spanish horror film and apparently it's getting really good reviews so I've added that to my list cool. my list ridiculous on there I mean if I was to watch everything on there I think it'd take me about 400 hours <laughs> oh my god with the TV shows like cause they've got lots of BBC stuff haven't they like Line of Duty which everyone tells me is great oh, I don't know I added that one yeah Dr Foster that's meant to be brilliant oh yeah that's supposed to be good that's on my list yeah. have you added um, Flint Town to your list Yes, my dad was on about that earlier. I've heard Ozark's brilliant as well. Oh, yeah, I've told you that. Ozark's really good. Jessica Jones 2 came on the other day. Yeah, I love well, Jessica Jones. Brilliant. Uh, did you watch it? Yeah, I didn't finish it. I got bored. Oh, did you watch it up to the point when David Tennant arrives? Yeah, I saw David Tennant. Really? He was brilliant, man. I <laughs> loved him in that. I like David Tennant. I just wasn't feeling the whole thing. Yeah. It's not my thing. It was my favourite. That was... Marvel shows on there that was Jessica Jones I thought she was class like season one of Daredevil it's nothing it's all just sort of got a bit more shit you don't like Daredevil season I didn't finish season two 
Of Daredevil. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What about the Punisher? Who started that? No, I didn't even start it. Didn't like the Punisher in season two of Daredevil. Oh, I should watch that first then. I'm not bothering with that Iron Fist, and I don't think I'm bothering with Defenders because I didn't think much of Luke Cage. No, yeah, I didn't finish Luke Cage either. I thought and Luke Cage would have been right up your street with the whole hip hop scene and. Well, I funny. wanted to like it. I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I carried on. You can't like it. Shows, <laughs> tells you a lot of it, doesn't it? I carried on until the Method Man cameo. It's like right. I've seen that. I don't need to watch anymore. <laughs> God, wasn't that like episode eight or nine? It was quite far in, yeah. Because they go on too long, those shows do that. There's no need for 13 episodes. No, they should just pick a story and not commit to, like, an episode qu- quota and just do enough to make the story right. Well, it's, it's Netflix. You don't have to, like, hit a time slot or a length or anything, do you? Just make what you want. It's because uh, they have an agreement with Disney, don't they, or whoever, you know, Marvel, that they will mm. make 13 episode shows. It's like Arrow and Flash. The 22, 23 episode seasons, they're ready to be wrapped up 13 episodes in those, are. Yeah, but they go on TV too, don't they? So they've got a different obligation. Yeah. But the ones that are just Netflix, they shouldn't be so restricted, I don't think. No. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. Flint Town. I've added that to my list. I think that's from the makers of The Wire or something. I'm sure I heard The Wire and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm in. I love The Wire. There's loads on there and there's the films which get added regularly. And I don't uh, often uh, see films that really interest me. I used to see them on Twitter. I mean, I've watched that Hans Zimmer concert now twice. Have you? Yeah, it's fantastic. I think I'm going to buy it on Blu-ray and probably oh, yeah. the album as well. I mean, like, I didn't realise he did so much music. Like, I never knew he did Pirates of the Caribbean. And the Pirates of the Caribbean come on, and Eve was like, rewind that, put that back on. So I put it back on, and she was, like, loving it. Because, <laughs> you know, like, instead of, like, like, having, like, one trumpet, one guitar, he's got, like, eight people playing trumpet. Mm. He's got three guitars. And he did his Gladiator theme. He did, like, three, a Gladiator medley. And the, the part when there's four of them playing the guitars, and it's... Din, 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 it's, like, really creepy and intimidating. Like, mm. like shit, that's... Sounds so much better, and then, like he did a Batman medley, which is brilliant, and Interstellar, and he finished on Inception, and Inception, like all the crowd, I thought it was done, so it went black, and then it was like a lighthouse, like going around, just going worm, worm, and it was getting faster, and then it went worm, worm. Have you seen Inception? Yeah. And it was like you know that boom, and then everyone. And then the guitars come on, and, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and the crowd went mad. I was like, Jesus, imagine being there, experiencing that, like, just class. And the drummer, he, they did a Mombosa, and that was brilliant, and class. It's really, really good. And I think he wrote an original tune for them all to come out to, and they all was all playing their own little parts, like the flute, the drummer, the um, xylophone. That mm-hmm. was really good. And he played Crimson Tide. I never realised he did Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes films. No, I didn't. No, because they started doing it. It's like, Jesus, Hans Zimmer did the theme for um, Sherlock Holmes. Just shows you how, like, class is, really. That he does that much. Pirates of the Caribbean, Crimson Tide, Gladiator, does all of Nolan's films, obviously. He's tuned on there from the thin red line. It's probably the best part of the whole concert. It's amazing. <laughs> Was it, did you listen to those um, Desert Island discs I sent you in text? I didn't listen to the second one, but I listened to the Nolan one. And believe it or not, I own 
every tune apart from one on Nolan's because I, I really like Radiohead. Um, I had the Philip Glass song, um, but I've got it without the vocals. Which was the Hans Simmer song that he chose at the end? His one song. Oh God! Because it was that the Thin Red Line. I think it was, wasn't it? I think so. When you said it, I thought, oh, that's the one he picked on Desert Island Discs. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was the one from the Thin Red Line. I think that's the only one I didn't own. Oh, was it? I think that's the only one I didn't own, but I've heard it now and I'm like, I've got to get it. <laughs> Amazing. But I'm going to try and watch a film in the next week or two. So, and then if I like it, I'll just buy the soundtrack. Hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. that Desert Island Discs. It was good. What was the Charlie Brooker one like? I enjoyed that more. Because I've got, I'm not obsessed with um, <laughs> that director. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Charlie Brooker's really good. I like Charlie Brooker. He's he seems um, very, very down to earth. Very nice, just nice guy. But and he seems to have had the career I'd wish I could have. <laughs> yeah. He started off writing video game reviews and uh, had a column in a paper, and then it's just grown and grown and grown. And now he's writing like his Netflix series, which I watch and adore. I love it. Have you watched Black Mirror? Yeah. I've, I've finished the first season, I haven't started the second one, but they just add episodes now and then, don't they? Now it's not like a season thing, is it? They just add episodes as and when they're finished. No, I don't is that right? No, I don't think so. It's season three's just been put on there in full. Because I'm sure someone said to me, "There's a new episode coming," unless maybe that. No, it won't be a Christmas special. That's miles away. Mm, he did do one at Christmas special, though, didn't he? I can't remember. Yeah, it was John Hamm. What was that? John Hamm, the actor, he's in it. I think it's called White Christmas. I can't remember. I, the thing I do find with the Black Mirror, though, is that if you get a bad episode, and there are some that don't quite click with me, it's, it just kills the momentum of watching the next one. Yeah. But they're so different, you've got to just put that out of your mind and think, right, yeah. I'll watch the next one. It'd be different. That's like a TV show I'm watching at the moment called Electric Dreams by Philip K. Dick. Have you mm. seen that on Channel 4? No. Um, it's like all his short stories people have adapted them for, for TV I mean um, the one I really enjoyed about the woman who wanted to go back to Earth to see to die on Earth because obviously they left Earth mm. and then that was really good but then the one I watched the other day was really weird I just couldn't get my head around it like how the I, I couldn't I can't explain I'm still struggling now thinking about it <laughs> I, I, I watched it and I was like I was enjoying it and I was like I think I'm lost here. Like I don't get the, I don't get what they're trying to go for. It was, it was yeah. But there's famous actors in every single one of those, and um, it's good that is. But it's like you say, you, you watch a bad one or one that you don't quite get, or and you go, like, oh, I'll go back to it when I can be asked. Mm. Black Mirror is good though. Yeah, I like Black Mirror. Yeah, and that that his episode of Desert Island Discs is definitely worth a listen. Yeah, I'll give that a crack. Um, he's like you as well he says um, he can't now he's had children he cannot watch anything where children are in jeopardy yeah (laughs) he really struggles with it it's hard yeah it is Mm. Um, I've I've jumped back into Preacher started season 2 of Preacher is that on Amazon? Amazon yeah I thought I've got to start watching something on Amazon (laughs) otherwise I'm just it's money down the toilet is that Dominic Cooper? yeah yeah, I heard the first season was good. Um, it was. It's the first episode of the first season is probably my favourite. And it, it stays good, but it does 
drag a little bit, but season yeah. two seems to have there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more threads being uh, weaved around and stuff. I'm really enjoying season two so far. Yeah. You, I was gonna say, is that American Gods in my Amazon Prime? Have you watched that yet? I watched episode one. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so really, weird. Yeah. So weird. This sometimes I think. Go on. I just think sometimes he he overdoes the weirdness for the sake of being weird. Who's he? The the, the guy, the director. Yeah, he made, he directed. Um, well, I don't know if he directs all the episodes, but he produces and the executive producer. Um, he made all the. He, he did Hannibal. You know Hannibal. Yeah, I've never Show. watched that. It's on my list to watch. Oh, I love Hannibal. Because a bit my dad gave up on the final season, the third season. There should have been one more season, but he gave up on the third about five episodes in. She said it's too arty for him. I loved it. I thought I loved what he did um, in Hannibal because hmm. I kind of I felt like I understood it more. But American Gods, some of it, it it's like have you seen it? American Gods. Hmm. Yeah, I've watched the first three episodes. It's almost like that fucking bloke who makes no more heroes and stuff. Suda 51. Yeah, like he's walking through the mall and the TV's come on and the TV's talking to him and then the TV goes off and then the TV comes on and starts talking to him again. Like the bloke's talking to him through TVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to fight you. And then he has a game of drafts for this bloke and he says, if I win, you've got to come and help us strike this deal. And the guy goes, well, if I win, I get to smash his skull in with my, you know, what he used to kill cows for a living. Yeah. With a sledgehammer. He says, and he loses. Was that the gypsy guy? Did I see Yes. Yeah, 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 he's, he's Borat the Bastard in um, Snatch. Is it Borat the Bastard or Borat the Gun? He's in Snatch? Yeah. I, remember, I know. Snatch. I think I'm thinking of the same actor. You know what the guy? Have you watched um, Orange is the New Black? No, I haven't seen Orange is the New Black. Oh, I think he's in that. I gave up on that. It was okay, but it got a bit of shit. Yeah. He's the guy who gets run over in... Um, in Snatch, he's like, I think he's called Borrow the Bastard or something like that. Something ridiculous like that. Oh, it's years since the, I've seen Snatch. And they say he can't be killed, but yeah, it's weird like that. That American, and like when he gets in the limo, I think he's in the first episode when he gets in the limo and the guy's yeah. like a digitised image or something. So I was like, fucking hell. Like, I really enjoyed the imagery and stuff, but I'm like, can I keep up with this? Is there so much going on? <laughs> but, you know, like, like, the, the lasting like image. metaphors for religion and oh, worlds yeah. con- and stuff and I'm thinking I think this is gonna it's too much for my brain the bit to, that, the bit that lost take in me, and digest the bit that lost me was that um, woman in the bar who seduces the guy in a suit quite yeah. a stereotypical thing and they're making they're having sex and then she just keeps getting larger and larger and he's getting smaller and smaller. Oh, yes. And yes, then she yes, sort yes, of just yes, yes. sucks him up her vagina and he's gone. And she's like, yep, that was good. And she's yeah, like that. eating him. That off, oh, that, I thought that was quite, you're going to laugh, but I thought that was quite horrifying. I did. It was, yeah. It, was, it reminded me of, have you seen Under the Skin? Uh, is that the Scarlett Johansson? Yes. We spoke about this, I didn't finish it. No, it reminds me of the start of that. I find that horrifying, the way she seduces and kills the men in that. Yeah. It's, I just, well, she doesn't even kill them, does she? I just thought she puts them in that kind of stasis. Yeah. And I just, like, it scared the shit out of me, that does. Mm. Like, I just, 
the claustrophobia element of it and yeah. oh and when I watched that the first time in um, American Gods because doesn't she get a girl the second time I've not seen her do it again yeah I'm sure she gets a girl the second time and um, I was watching it and I was thinking Jesus this is watching I was thinking you know, like he's getting smaller and smaller but he's not noticing isn't he no <laughs> He's oblivious to it all. Yeah. And when she eventually consumes him, it was like, that's horrible. Really powerful stuff. Really well done. But like you say, uncomfortable. But maybe that's what they're going for. Well, it must be what they're going for. It's just weird. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to get from this. I don't know what's just happened. Well, there's only one book, apparently. There's only ever been one book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what I read it's only one book so I was tempted to read the book before I watched any more mm. yeah it might shed oh. some light on what's going on yeah anyway we should wrap up yeah that's a lovely big tangent there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this has been the Real Grab Podcast um, thank you for listening if you want to catch us on Twitter I'm at Anthony Hulse David's at DavePalms82 um, give us some feedback let us know what you like what you don't like uh, we can tweet the podcast. Uh, we won't make it longer though. We're trying to make it shorter. <laughs> um, but we keep chatting on. Uh, yeah, so uh, leave a review if you found us on iTunes or if you get us to your iTunes. Um, and uh, yeah, share, tell people, let, us know we're, let them know we're here and make them review, force them to review. Steal your friends' phones and review us for them. They won't mind. <laughs> um, yeah and we'll catch you next time and remember to watch um, Polka King P-O-L-K-A Polka Okie dog don't know what it's about but it looks quite good <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you next time and, oh, I don't know if you want to talk about the actual new PlayStation update well I'll just quickly tell you the best feature they've added on it is you know when you go into your games library yeah there's no two parts. It says perch, you know, because like um, apps, themes, or whatever, you know, when you go into the library parts, I can't remember what it all says, but at the bottom it says purchased. Mm-hmm. No, it says games, doesn't it? So the games that are downloaded, you can look at, and then it says purchased, so you could have 200 properties on there from your purchased, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you can delete games, so you can delete <sighs> demos, betas. Oh, that's good. But all it does is it doesn't delete them completely. It just takes them out that, out that part of the library you purchased and puts them in another section which is hidden. But when you go into your purchase, you press options and it says show hidden items. Mm. So you can look at your, like, your BBC app and all, all that stuff. And then below it, it says PlayStation Plus and it shows you everything you've got on Plus. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, you'll have the same, obviously, but I've got 118 games on there. Yeah, that's good. Because it... Yeah, that, I feel like it does skewer some of the stuff. Like if yes. you go into um into the PlayStation store yeah. and it says, Oh, because you purchased Knack, you might like these. Yeah. And I'm like, Well I didn't really purchase Knack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. took advantage of it being free. I don't care yeah. what else. <laughs> yeah. So it does You'll like of... that though when you have a look at that because I've deleted a crap load and like my purchase list now. Mm. It's just so much better. I, when I'm going through it, I can go, yes, played it, completed it, played it, completed it, whatever. Yeah. Um, I want to hit that next, download that, you know what I mean? Mm. That's cool. So, yeah, it is, it is really good. <laughs>